0: American football in Finland. The voice in your ears is Perfect Purpose, and this is American football in Finland. Today, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Coach Q and Chris Green. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, people? What's going on? How's it going? Episode two, we're here. It's going to be a good one. The AFF podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. The American Football and Feeling podcast is now available on more than 30 different platforms. We made it. So wherever you listen, be sure to rate us. Anything less than five stars will tell us that you are a Hater. All right, it's first down where we have a chance to start fresh and discuss whatever's on our mind. Coach Q, lead it off. What's going on with you?
1: And I'm just ready for the season to start, man. I'm ready for the season to start. I'm ready for all this crazy stuff to stop happening in America. But that's that's a whole other episode, for my brothers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? Uh We have a monumental weekend this weekend in the UK. We've got the new king. He's officially king now. He's been crowned the coronation and stuff. So all that's going on. Loads of street parties and whatnot going on. And yeah, it's everyone's, there's a mixed opinion. Some people have a real high opinion of the monarchy. Some people don't. So, I mean, it it brings us a lot of tourism, I think, but some people are just not.
0: I don't know anything anything. about that, but I did see something about taxes being involved in that whole coronation process. I think the monarchy, I
1: think they're like excluded from like the regular rules, though. I could be wrong,
0: but I think they can't like really be held accountable for anything wrong. That's why they say Elizabeth had Diana taken care of. You know, that's just I mean, I don't know how the conspiracy (laughs) works. Yeah. that's 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 what I've heard, you know similar to how, you know, OJ didn't do it or he did do it for us. But, you know, you yeah. Yeah. let that right. <laughs> uh, for me, I got pretty much nothing going on. I was able to watch the women's Maple League play their first game of the season. And we we're talking about it here on Before the Show. I am utterly disappointed in what I saw from the top two teams in the league for the season opener. So hopefully that's not what I'll see from the Maple League. That's where I'll leave that at. So we got lots of talent in the Maple League this season. Let's throw out some early MVP candidates for everyone to follow in the league this year. And I'll lead it off with, you know, who we think is the best player in the league. Uh, him, Lee Anthony Reasono. Uh running back for Corpio Steelers. We saw a little bit of him in action, international play when they played against the Stockholm Mean Machines a couple of weeks ago. But in the Maple League for the last two years, he's been the guy. He's been pretty much unstoppable. I think the only time I've seen him not have a great game was one game in Helsinki one year. He just didn't do, do have a great game. I think he still had like a hundred yards or something like that. But he's you know poised to do what he always does. You know, Corbett Steelers have a great offensive line. Don't really see how anyone can slow him down or stop him. And if that's the case, we're looking at, you know, him being again. Uh, For us here at AFF, we've stepped away from all-stars. We do an all-Finland list, and we do have a Sisu award for the best player. And he was the winner last year, and I think he will probably be the winner again this year. What about you guys? What do you think about Lee Anthony?
1: Um, I think Lee, Lee Anthony. Uh, uh, like you said, I think he'll still be in the top uh, running as far as MVP. If they use him the way they used in the last few years, um, like you said, it's hard to stop him. He's a durable running back. Uh, he's worth it. You know, he's worth whatever he he's getting paid. He's definitely worth it and more. Um, uh, because because he pretty much is guaranteeing you the playoffs. He's gar- he's guaranteeing you a chance at another championship. So. He's definitely a top runner. Um uh in my top two runner. I won't say top runner, but I'll say he's in my top two selection for sure.
0: What about you, Chris? Anything you want to add about Lee Anthony? I, I think you guys both covered it.
2: I mean the statement
0: <laughs> speaks for itself. He is him. Yeah. Well, give us another name, Chris. Give us someone else you think is gonna be in the running this year. Um, I find it hard to look past Alpha Jollo because
2: electric player every time we've seen him in the league he's been successful in the elF as well for the leipzig Kings when he played for them he's just one of those guys when he's got the ball in the hat ball in hands something happens whether it's in the return game offense defense wherever they're going to play him something happens he's just an electric player and when he's got the ball in his hands you nine times out of ten you expected him to do something with it whether that be score or get a big chunk play or something but he is he's an electric player and arguably the best receiver in the
0: league preseason already without even watching any games yet. I'm 100% sure that Q will argue that RJ Long is rival him at best receiver. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I, I know, yes, like, sir. They're, yes, they're sir. Like, you know, just let that slide. Like, yeah. you know, say <laughs> RJ is, you know, right up there with him. But I would yeah, I would say I even it. more so that um, just adding on to what you said about Alpha being such an electric player, um, in my opinion, receiver-wise, he's he's good, great. But what sets him apart is his athleticism outside of, you know, running routes and catching. It's the fact that if he touches the ball. He actually embodies what we wanted to, you know, do with the actual Sisu Award is we have an award for the outstanding player. Which means it doesn't necessarily have to be the most valuable, which kind of for Alpha, that's something that he probably doesn't get in a lot of different leagues is called most valuable because of the position he plays. Like a receiver rarely can be MVP of anything. But if you look at football in the States, a receiver can win the Heisman, you know, because it's more about outstanding. He kind of, he's what Reggie Bush would be, in my opinion. And, of course, that's going to age me, and people don't know who that is, but we know who that is, so that's all that matters. But Alvin Jalow, that's what he brings to the game, is that he can change the game as a receiver, as a running back. I mean, a jet sweep, you know, that's still basically a running back. Uh, You can get a screen to him, but also he can be a punt returner. He can be a kick returner. He can play defense and get you an interception and return it, Deion Sanders style. The fact that he can affect the game at any moment makes him the most dangerous player in the league, almost at all times. And I know I'm not going to double back, but I'm going to double back. Lee Anthony Reasonover can do all that too, but his team does not ask him to do that, but I think he could. But for Alpha, that's his, that's his place on the team at all times. Everywhere he goes, that's where his job is, is to be that dynamic playmaker and – if his last time in the Maple League is in indi- the indication, ain't nobody stop him. So <laughs> he gonna do what he do. What do you think about Alpha uh, Q?
1: Uh, I think Alpha is is definitely top player in any league he plays in. Um, for Finland, he's gonna be hell. Like we've seen him do some things that I'm just like, bro, this is ridiculous. Like how do you have as much energy? His speed is is you can't match it. So he's a mismatch on offense either way. He's unmatched on offense anyway. Um he's he's just what you want in a player. Um he's gonna give you every ounce of him every game. Literally. Uh we've seen him in some games where we thought the game was over, and then he makes two plays on two drives back to back, and now they're back in the game, about to win or have a chance to win the game. So uh the last the last time we seen him, he didn't even, he didn't even have the full season with the Royals. So I'm just imagine what's gonna happen now, where he gets to start from the jump. Um, he's he's a hell of a player, man. I, I mean, you think about it, he's he's been around for for years, but he hasn't digressed at all. He's still Not making at all. big plays. Like oh. he's just he's him. Like like to have, for him to have a name alpha, I mean, it was perfect. His parents must have knew yeah. that like he was gonna be like the top dog. <laughs> His parents man. Knew. If they if knew. Parents it, knew, man. bro. Like he came like, out there like, like, like yeah, he's like, alpha. He, <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 I don't know. I don't know how they didn't get him back, you know, in, in the ELF, you know, but maybe he didn't, you know, got some other things going, but, but he is one of the most valuable players in Europe. I won't just say Finland, but definitely in Europe, he's, a, he's, he's definitely one of the top players. So I'm excited to see what he,
0: what he brings to the, you know, to the season this year. I'm, I'm going to add on there that I, cause I always have to add this on here is that, you know, I knew he was going to be one of the top in Europe before he was the top in Europe. When I seen him in Sweden a while back, not the Karlstad Crusader season. Uh, I missed that. I didn't care about him. I seen him playing for a team that wasn't that good in Gothenburg. Like this guy got, got the juice. He's the one. And then when he came over to Finland, I was praising him and he came over and did what he did. So, you know, I just, you know, just let y'all know I know talent when I see it. Alpha Jello nice. got it.
1: Hey. He got us. He got me in 2017 in Sweden. He yeah, definitely. He's playing with Carlstad, I I seen it firsthand. I'm like, this dude is different. Like he, the speed the quickness. Like he could change the game in in a an instant. And um, oh man, I, I can't wait with with everybody that's playing now. I can't wait to see like this this. Season.
0: Yeah, I, I think we were gonna do I, I put on here like five guys, but I really feel with those two that we might actually that might be it. So Q, I'm gonna let you throw in another name if you think there's anyone else who would kind of stand out before the season as an MVP candidate or outstanding player. We can't we can't we cannot forget Mr. Kristen Kyle. We cannot forget. <laughs> Mr. I'm not even
1: uh I feel bad that he gets to go last in, in us talking about it because I know everybody got respect for him um, on this podcast. And like, we've seen what he can do. Um, He's, he, him and Lee Anthony will probably be right back, you know, battling for rushing and touchdowns. Um, Christian Powell's working out, you know, the whole offseason with his team. Um, Just what he means to his team is a lot. Like, they're going to come out, they're going to play every game. He's going to come out and give you everything that he has, which in turn shows you that, like, he's a top player because. The top players, they work out different than everybody else. They, uh, they're always perfecting their craft, and I think that's him. I think it's embedded in him, and that's why he puts on the shows that he puts on. I wish, I hope that his team is better this year uh, because I think that'll cause the, the league to be even, even better. The quality will be even better, but definitely him, um, top two players, top three players. He's in that list as usual. Definitely, he'll be an MVP candidate
0: given he stays healthy all season. It makes. What about you,
2: Chris? What are you thinking about CP? I mean, CP's a guy that you you have to include in this conversation. Q's right. and I, I don't think we're doing him a disservice by talking about him third because we're still talking about him in this conversation. He's in his, what, sixth, sixth year now with the this'll Crocodiles? Be six. Yep, be six And now, hey, the possibilities are endless for those Crocodiles this season with him there. And as Q said, as long as he stays healthy and he produces at the level he has been producing at, the Crocs are going to be in that top four by the end of the season. Yeah, I mean,
0: and see, in, in, in Paul, we trust. I I love his game because he legitimately he's the type of running back that can put the team on his back. He he reminds me of Adrian Adrian Peterson in his prime. You know, he can get it done in multiple ways. He can res, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's thrown a couple passes. We've seen him do that as a as a halfback pass. And he can run it, obviously, but he can run it in a multitude of ways. He can go in between the tackles. He can juke guys. He can outrun guys with pure speed. He can use his agility. Um, He can be a bruiser if you only need him to get three yards in the closet. Like, in six years or five years before this year, we've seen him be successful any type of way that he needs to be for his team. And it's really hard, you know, with him playing as Senegyuki because his team is not – once in the season that he's played, been, you know, the best team. The reason that his team is considered or even make it to the playoffs is always he is one of the factors. No offense to these other two guys that we named, but both of those guys we've seen them play on teams where they they had to be the guy, and they were, but also around them they had enough support. We've seen this guy have support and not have support and still be consistent and be one of the best at the game, no matter what he does. And again, back to what I said about Alpha, I think that CP could be a guy that that could get the ball in multiple ways as a returner and punt returner as well. But again, some teams just don't use their guys for that, especially running backs for some reason. We don't see a lot of them doing um, special teams out here in Finland, and that's just a cultural thing going on. But I I do think these three guys, I think if anyone else kind of – ends up being like the MVP or our Sisu award for outstanding player, it would have to be someone who just kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think, I don't think, or one of these three guys would have to play very average, but I don't see that happening. I think these three guys will all be probably on playoff teams, looking at the Maple Bowl and definitely putting them in position to be the MVP of candidates. So with that, let's move on to the predictions. If you're listening to my voice, you're now part of the AFF community. But don't be shy about supporting us. Head over to our website and order some AFF swag. Get a t-shirt for this beautiful summer weather. Or a comfy hoodie you can rock all year long. And if you really want the drip, scoop up one of our limited edition snapback caps. Everything you need to represent the AFF community can be found on our website at AmericanFootballInFinland.com forward merch. T I F and never forget T I F. Okay. So the number one question everyone asks us before the season and people start asking me this question in like December, like every year someone's always asking me, who do you think is going to win the Maple league next year? Like people will see me in the winter time and be like, who do you think is going to win the Maple league? I'm like, the Maple Bowl is like eight months away. <laughs> How am I gonna tell you? <laughs> but, but what I can say is pretty much every year, I'm right. I've looked at I've looked at the receipts and the only year that I've been wrong about who's gonna win the Maple League, like regular season, was that one fluke season where I was on the uh who is it? No, 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 no. I didn't jump on the Wolverines. Hey, Don't oh, bet on the Wolverines. <laughs> I do not. I do not do that. But Never bet on like, Blue. That one year when the uh, Walser Royals had, you know, Justin Soderler, RJ Long. Was Chris Young on that team too? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, that might be nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was it 17? Okay, That was 17, yeah.
1: When they got to the Maple Bowl.
0: Team. No, I didn't. I didn't doubt anybody. What it was was, I was like, oh, they're way too good. And I still, I love that. Um, the year before that, Cinnioki team, that that the um, Air Raid Cinnioki yeah. team. So when yeah. you know Spencer and Sadler were all on the Royals, R.J. Long was on the Royals. I was like, shoot, this is gonna be a squad. And then like the first couple games, oh shoot, they 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 boo boo trash, and they actually. Now I'm just over-talking. This has nothing to do with the show, guys. But I still want to remind y'all that in that season, that team was still bad. But for the second half of the season, more than 50% more than fifty of Justin Sotelier's passing yards went to R.J. Long. He legitimately took over that team and took them to the playoffs. And in the Maple Bowl, they should a brick. And that's how it happened. But back to my point, yeah, I mean, it happens like that. But back to my point, that was the only year I've been wrong. Since two thousand and seventeen, that's the only year I've been wrong one time. So, just putting that out there. So, I was the first one to go for the uh, Steelers the year the first time they won it. I picked them that year. I mean, I, I've been riding with them ever since. So just, just if y'all are you know keeping up, my picks are usually you know spot on at the top. Maybe not the two, three, four. I don't care. I know who win it. But so as a group this year. We're going to post like one single prediction for this episode. We'll talk about each one, like we've done pretty much every year, but, um, as a group, we'll come to a consensus and give you guys one group, one prediction list that y'all can, you know, tear into. On the and whatnot. So today let's argue and debate a little bit about our individual predictions before we do that. So let's start from the bottom. Let's we'll start with who we think is coming in the last place. No, I'm not afraid of this. So I'll throw this out there. UNC Crusaders. Mm-hmm. And, let, and let, me, let me speak my piece. Let me speak my piece. The reason I believe the UNC Crusaders will come in last place is because I do not believe that the UNC Crusaders keep a consistent roster throughout the season. And I just think that everyone else in Finland, if you look at all these other teams, Everyone besides the Wolverines, I think the Wolverines are the only other team that could maybe switch with them. All these teams are bringing back their same core from last year. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bringing back their core so they know what they can and can't do. UNC is just putting together a whole bunch of people. So in the first couple of weeks, they're going to be up and down, up and down, trying to figure it out. Hey, 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 I'm speaking my piece. I'm speaking my piece. I could be wrong. Again, there's one team that might not, but I will always believe that a team that has come up with a plan, the Wolverines, I don't. I mean, I shouldn't be comparing them to the Wolverines, but the Wolverines at least know what they want to do. They know who their quarterback is going to be. They know who their core players are. All their players have been there. Their core players have been there in the offseason. They not, might not be very good, no offense to them, but I'd rather – I would trust more in a team that has players that you know what you're going to get from them than hoping that you just have good players that can work it out. And we all know, and going back to that Royals team, even if you put a whole bunch of good players together, it doesn't mean you're going to win if you don't know how to make them mesh. And I don't think UNC has any resources to make their team mesh. Through the coaching, through the, um, the management, through the actual players that are playing, I don't think they have the cohesion to win enough games to stay in the Maple League. That's my pick. Chris, who do you got coming to last place?
2: Um, I've decided to go with the Helsinki Wolverines. And the reason being is that I just don't trust their roster. They had struggles last season with their offensive line. I don't think they've really fixed that issue. They haven't brought in a massive talent pool of imports. I think hearing from the camp, I think it's a bit of a rebuilding season for them. So I, I can't see them getting past. I don't even know if they win a game; they could be ta- like tanking, going with a w- winless season potentially. There's probably going to be at least one game where they're going to cause an upset. But I I wouldn't be surprised if they went without a win all
0: season. It wouldn't shock it wouldn't shock me. I don't think. It, I don't think it. What about you, Q? Who do you got in the last? Did we lose Q? Oh no. I think so. Yeah, he's gone. Hmm. It's hard to tell on this view
2: Yeah, i am on the hey. I'm on the laptop It says participants too.
0: Uh I guess we can wait on him. I feel like he has something to say. I'm gonna stop recording though. Yeah, so Q, who do you got in last place?
1: I'm going Helsinki
0: Wolverines.
1: As well. Um, yeah. yeah, as well, just to agree with Chris. Um, a lot of the same points. I think their roster is – is. I don't think it's strong enough to actually contend um, for a playoff spot. Uh, they do have a few players sprinkled in that, that can help, but um, I think they're going as – I don't know if they actually said it, but a rebuilding season. Or they're just trying to piece together some things, but I just don't see them being stronger than any other the other teams that's around right now. Even with you want to see throwing, you know, people together, I still think they have a better chance of, of winning more games than, than the Wolverines roster right now, which could change, you know, from game to game, but I just got them coming in last right now.
0: That makes sense. Y'all make good points. I, I don't, I don't really disagree. Like I just chose to go with UNC, but let's move to sixth place. Okay, so let's talk about sixth place. Uh, I feel like we're just gonna flip the teams. Am I right about that? Because yep. I have I have the Wolverines, and I'm assuming both of you guys got UNC. No, 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 no. Nope. Okay, hold on. Okay. Well, my bad. Ooh. Let's bring it back then. Well, I'll go first again then since I'm probably going to be in the minority again. I got I got the Wolverines at sixth place. And the reason the reason I have them pretty much ahead of UNC is what I said. I think that they know what they're going to be able to do. So they have a plan of attack pretty much going into the season is that yeah, we might not be good enough for the playoffs this year, but we're not going to come in last because we know that we're going to be able to do this, this and this. We're going to be able to prevent this or this. And I think that they it's a very close-knit group, a small group of people that know what they're doing. And everyone else is on the outside looking in. I think when they come through the season, that they'll be able to do or at least accomplish their goal of beating UNC and maybe another team so they can stay in the Maple League. I don't think that they are tanking to go down because they already have a team in the first division. So it doesn't make sense to have two teams in the first division. Mm-hmm. But since Q's is different, uh, let's go with Chris. Uh, <laughs> Chris <a> nice team.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to say UNC at six, and I think it goes down to some of the things what you were saying. while you put them in last place? I don't know if their roster holds all season. If RJ or Cedric goes down, they then become a little bit one dimensional. They haven't got a proven quarterback. We don't know much about this import QB they've got. You just you just never know, so it's unproven. So right now, as I'm looking at it, they are my sixth place team. During the season, that opinion could change because I want to see them play first.
0: But yeah. as we're picking now preseason, I'm going with them at six. Yeah, we we always reshuffle at mid midsummer break, anyways. Just so everybody know. once we get about halfway through the season, we reshuffle because this is all before anybody plays anything. But Q, who do you have in sixth place?
1: <laughs> you sure you <laughs> All right, sixth place for me. I'm going Port Royal Butchers. Oh wow. Okay. I'm going, okay. I'm going, I'm going Port Royal Butchers. I'm I, I can't The reason why I'm saying this is because and I don't want to really base it off of like the previous years. I don't want to base it off this year. I just I just feel like I just feel like this team has always been on the brink of fourth, fifth place anyway. Mm-hmm. They're always mm-hmm. in that they're, they're always in that fifth, fourth range. Yeah. Um I think, I think Dallas the other, Cowboys. Yeah, it's like it's like so it's not far fetched that I'm saying sixth place. I just think that the Royals will probably be better than them. Um and I think UNC will be better than them. Hmm. And it's, it's not that I'm I'm, I'm taking – you know, I don't they, – they probably not going to like it, but it's like you're, you're a brink team to me. You are mm-hmm. a brink team. You're, you're a fifth, sixth-place team majority of the time. They don't over – they don't over-recruit. They don't really stack up their teams, um, in which I know they're, they're cool with being in that, that range of maybe getting in the playoffs, being close, but all these other teams are, like, trying to win. And mm-hmm. I don't think – Corvo is is actually making the move to try to actually
0: contend with these other stronger teams, so that's why I got them coming at six. You know, I I I don't have them at six, but I I agree with you a lot of what you said, and like yeah. you make a, a really good point about the fact that they there's two probably two teams like UNC and the Royals that could probably beat them, and that's why you put them there, not because you think that they're not good, but because they're they're the type of team that will. Lose a game they're not supposed to lose, which is again me going back to last year. I don't care if I have to do this every uh, every time this week when they lost that first game to the Crocodiles, (laughs) they shouldn't have lost. Yeah, because this team, if they're anything like they were last year, which they kind of look like a similar team, just a little bit better. You know, they got a different you know um, imports, but the quarterback still the same. The offense and defense is basically the same. You know identity what cost them last year making the playoffs they lost to the crocodiles they shouldn't have they lost to the roosters they shouldn't have when they went to Helsinki and lost to the roosters they shouldn't have lost that game they were the better team and to the to this day i still think that they were better than the roosters as a team last year throughout the season i would have them above the roosters but when they played them they lost and that's the great thing about american football it doesn't matter what you look like or do as a whole. You play the game and you find out who wins yep. one-on-one. And you said it perfectly. This team, they'll lose. They'll lose games they're supposed to win. And yep. That'll get you in the sixth place. I mean, that's actually a really good spot for them now that you said it. Let's move on. So now going to fifth place. Again, I guess I'll, I'll go first because my team is the team that you just said should be a sixth place, the Portable Butchers. And just me basically reiterating what I just said, they'll lose games they're not supposed to, and that'll keep them out the playoffs. For me, I think that they have a team that is capable of making the playoffs, but like I said before, they'll lose games they're not supposed to, and that will put them right outside the playoffs for me. That's why I have them fifth. Q, who do you have at fifth fifth place fifth place it's a split
1: honestly we not doing no splits know man says <laughs> <laughs> split. split you are got choice <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go unc at fifth place um only because like you say the bringing a new roster together sometimes doesn't mix but also it doesn't necessarily count you out of winning games um, um will will it have an effect when it's time to come back in a game down 14 because you know some of them have played with each other the quarterback uh he's played in Europe but he's you know as far as uh, and him having a name a big name for himself we don't that's yet to be known but I think with the players they have they can they can score points and yep. that's what's going to win games um defense inside of the ball I'm not so sure about. It. So. That's why I, I put them in a place where, like, okay, if it comes down to it, those the other two teams that we named, hey, they can they can probably beat them in a in a, in a one and one or maybe two of them, two two no game, you know. But I, I think the Royals will be more better coached. I think they'll be ready. They they've been in the playoffs. Uh, their organization knows how to get there. So this is why I put UNC in fifth because I just think the Royals might be a little head, ahead of them. Just
0: as far as experience and coaching. Carl, what about you, Chris? Who did you have in fifth?
2: Uh, I agree with you, Purvis. I went with the Butchers at five. Pretty much the same as what you said. They've they, they are the Dallas Cowboys. They've always got a shot at making the playoffs, but like you said, they'll lose games they're supposed to win, and and they'll they'll they won't they won't necessarily be there in the final four because of those games that they're in. But they don't finish. They just don't finish those games well. And I, I don't think there's any more to say about it than, than what you've already
0: said, really. Hey, that sounds good to me. Okay, so now let's go into fourth place. And uh, uh like we might all be on the same page in fourth place. So Q, I'll let you go first. I'm going Boston
1: Royals. Um I'm going with them because I just think that they're not Uh, as far as matching up uh, just strictly off the paper roster, I don't think they match up to the Procs. I don't think they match up to um, the Roosters or Corpio at this point. Um, That could change. I would say we do a switch anyway mid-season. So right now I'm going fourth off their roster, off off of the alpha effect. Uh, He's going to guarantee you playoffs. Having alpha on your team, I think, guarantees you the playoffs. That that makes perfect sense. (laughs) <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, that, that alone, they have an X factor. They just happen to have one of the best players in Europe on their team. And when you have that, you have a chance. And that's why I got it four
0: What about you,
2: Chris? What do you got it for? Yeah, I've, I've got the Royals as well. I think it's a quick clean sweep for the three of us here. Good yeah. team. Yeah. Very good in Division I last season. We know the step up is is a different kind of step up. The Royals have been here before. That there's names on their roster that have played in the Maple League before. They're a good organized team. They're a great organization. They've got the Alpha Jalo factor. They've got a great quarterback in Movrock. I think they're going to be in the playoffs. They could potentially be higher than four, but preseason
0: rankings, I've got them at four. Of course, I agree with you guys. I think this is one team that we all believe is a playoff team. Uh, I know we've obviously talked a lot about Alpha being, you know, the X-Factor. I think Timothy Moravec is going to be a really good quarterback for them. But, I mean, similar to what they had when they had Brandon Gwitter a couple years ago, I think anybody that can play quarterback for the Voss Royals is going to be serviceable because they usually give you the tools you need to be successful. What makes me for sure put them in fourth place is that you just can't count Seppo out, okay? Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't care yeah. who you are, what you say. Ever since the Balsa Vikings have become the Wassa Royals, they have been a contender. Mm-hmm. That one season that they didn't do well, even that season you felt like, yeah, they're just going to reset. That's why they go back to Division 1. But you didn't feel like they, like, just weren't good enough. It's like they're resetting and they took the L, which is fine because they did what was right for their organization. But now that they're back, you're never going to see that. This is the same team that when they first got into the Maple League, they used to always have that infusion of Swedish players come over halfway during the season.
1: Mm. Because
0: they would go into the season, figure stuff out and say, okay, here are our holes. This is how we get it fixed. I think we're going to see the same team this year. The same, well, the same philosophy. I think that they're going to come into their, obviously Alpha's going to do his thing, but they're going to have holes. And as soon as they find out what the holes are, they're going to fill them. Once they fill them, they become a Maple Bowl contender. Now, I still think that they won't have the cohesion needed to win the Maple Bowl in Finland, because that's something that really takes hold in the playoffs. But I do think that they'll be a a front runner. Going into the playoffs. Think there'll be a team that'll be hot and you don't want to mess with them going to the playoffs. Again, I could change all this at midsummer because who knows? We're just talking conjecture. <laughs> all right. Let's get into third place. I feel like we might be, are we gonna all be the same going forward? No. Now? You know no, we ain't going to be the same. You safe. know we're not going to be the same. You know Q going to be than us. I forgot. I forgot about that. My bad. <laughs> this, yeah. Okay, so I'll lead off with third place. I have the Helsinki Roosters. And just another disclaimer to put out here is these predictions are like regular season. This isn't us saying, like, this is who's going to make the Maple Bowl or anything, like, or just how it's going to finish. Like, once you get to the playoffs – Everything goes out the window. You have to redo it. I think that in the regular season, the Roosters do similar to what they did last year, go eight and four, maybe nine and three, but still end up in third place somehow behind the Crocs and the Steelers. Just because I think it'll take them a couple weeks to really get rolling. And if I'm not mistaken, Chris, you're the expert on the the schedule. Don't they play the Crocs and Steelers first? Play the Steelers and the Crocs?
2: Uh, off the top of my head, you're testing me now. So yeah, <laughs> if, you if just threw me in the deep end now and then I didn't have the graphic in front of me. Come sorry, on, my man. Bad. If I'm not mistaken,
0: if I'm not mistaken, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think they play the top two teams in the first two weeks and they're at a disadvantage only because they have changed parts on both sides of the ball that are significant. You know, bringing in a new quarterback and a receiver, even though they're accustomed to each other. You're not accustomed to playing in the Maple League, and all the practice in the world won't get you accustomed to what you're going to see out there when, when it comes to the schedule, how your players show up. Uh, uh these, this, this, uh, this Canadian quarterback and receiver, they're going to have mm-hmm. to find out how the, the Finnish players respond to adversity, and that's something that's a learning curve. That you don't really understand, you know. If you're coming from the United States or even from Canada, any North American club, when when shit hits the fan, you're accustomed to. Okay, this is the culture. We're in our adversity. Everybody's gonna get like this. This is how we get it. And we've said it on this show time and time again. Most Finnish players, when shit hit the fan, they fold like lawn chairs, mm-hmm. and that puts you in a a, a awkward position in times. And I think for the Roosters, if any of that type of adversity happens early, it's going to hurt them. It's going to cost them games. And then as the season goes, as we saw them do last year, once people pick up the culture from those players that are leading the team, they'll be fine. I think they'll stand out later on in the season. But I think early they got a tough schedule, and it might be the reason they come in third instead of second, something like that, like yeah. one or two games. I don't know. Steelers, Steelers, week, Steelers week one. Rock okay. week two. Okay. Well yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, even if they go one and one in that in that in that scenario, that could still be the difference between them being third or second place. So I'm not saying that they won't be one of the better teams, but I am saying that they'll probably fall to third before the for the regular season. But what about you, Chris? Who do you have in third? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm with the Roosters.
2: Untested roster, okay. Two nice imports on offense, but how, like you say, how they're going to react to playing in this finish league. How they're going to react to playing on that velodrome. It's a whole different beast, that that velo. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't really have much more to say on the Roosters. I, I think they're they're a contender, and I think they could be a contender. They could be in the Maple ball at the end of the season, but regular season-wise, I think they're third. I think the Crocs beat them in the regular season. Probably They might split the results one-on-one, but I think the Crocs beat them at least once, maybe twice.
0: And I I think they're just gonna end up third. Makes sense. What about you, Q? Who do you got in third place? Mm. Interested. I went.
1: Oh. I, I'm I going Santa Santa third Santa. third place. I'm going San Yoke Crocodiles. Okay. Yep. I'm going San third place. Um. Woo! Only because. I'm a Roosters fan and I got I got respect for you. <laughs> no. And I got yeah, no. respect for you. <laughs> uh I just I I think I think um the Roosters I think they still will be good. Uh even though they had some some changes I think they still will be uh one of the top two teams. They got great coaches that'll that'll put them in a the predicament and put them in the place of of uh of winning uh, another championship. Um I'm not saying that the Crocodiles aren't good, but I also aren't – I'm not going to give them the top two teams yet because I want to see what their quarterback play looks like first. Uh and Then then I can kind of gauge what they'll be in those first, like, two or three games. But right now I just think the Roosters um, will probably be better than them going into this first part of the season. Um, And, yeah, that's that's why I got them at third.
0: That's that's not a bad – choice actually. I mean, I feel like it could go either way. So, bad pick. All right. So runners up, uh second place. I guess I'll I'll go first again. And obviously I have the Crocs. I think that they run it back. I think they run it back in a little bit more dominant fashion. I feel like last year we we felt like them and the Wolverines were similar. And obviously they were the better team towards the end of the year. I think they split it with the Wolverines last year and the Wolverines came in third, but you never really felt like they were like the second best team. Like them even making it to the, the Maple ball. You're like, Oh wow. They, they really showed up, but it was, you know, surprising. I don't think that's the case this year. I think that they're, they're the team. They're the team that everyone is trying to get past to get to the Steelers. And they're the team that the Steelers are trying to make sure that they can match up better against than they did last year. Even in the Maple Bowl, it looked like the Crocs, I mean, they they had a chance to win the game. Like, it was possible. And I think this year they bring that same attitude back, but with a little bit more dominance in their play. I think they don't, I don't think they, they squeak by like they did last year. Like, the first game they should have lost, but they won. That helped them in the seeding. I don't think they squeak by this year. I think they dominate most of the teams until they meet the Steelers. Then you see, you know, matchups against matchups to see if they win or lose or or win them both, you know. But I think they'll be in second place. I think I think they beat the Steelers once. I think when the Steelers go to Sineoki, Rocks get the win. I don't know when that is, but I think they beat them in Sineoki. I think that's possible this year. Uh, Chris, what about you? <laughs> Tell me you agree with me. I do. <laughs> of course I agree with you. Oh. <laughs> so my number one. You
2: know? Be, I'm with you. Like I've picked them for the last three years and it, it's hard to not pick them at number one. So my number two has to be the crocodiles in power. We trust he's a playmaker. They've re-signed their quarterback. They've got a good core of players that they brought back. It's a good team. They've got a good foundation. And I think they have a certain sense of belief this season. From last, from having such a successful year last year, which I didn't think they had that last year, but I think now going to the ship and being competitive all season and winning big games in big situations, obviously apart from the championship, but they they they'll have that certain sense of belief now that they can mm-hmm. go one step further this season. And who knows? Maybe we could have an upset on the cards. I don't think so, but who knows? Maybe maybe they could. But yeah, they're they're definitely number two for me.
0: We can be looking at a different story once the actual playoffs come. So, like, you never yeah. know. Like, regular season, they they look like a solid two. But, obviously, we're going to have somebody disagree with us. So, Q, who you got? Who I got in second place? Oh, you um, down. For
1: me? I swear, if you say. Who you got? I got. I
0: got. Still got to Hold on, you got to say it again. You're I do. Up. You're breaking up. Say it again. Hold on. Can you? hear you. Hear me yep. now. Yeah. All right. I got the Corpio. I got
1: a, I got the Corpio Steelers coming in second place. <laughs> this guy. This guy. This guy. This, guy. <laughs> this rooster loving guy. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> is, the reason is maybe I should have never watched the uh, international game, but I, I felt like I didn't see what I've seen over the past years. Um, I didn't see the, the 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 dominance on the defensive side of the ball. I didn't see um, their offense. didn't really, it didn't just jump out at me. I mean, reason over, yeah, he's the man, he's doing his thing. But I think coming into this season, um, Corpio is probably going to have to be stronger than they ever been with, with the type of players that are in the league now. I think they're going to have to be stronger than what they, they've been. And I don't think they're as strong as they have been. Um, Roster-wise, it, it fits well. It looks good. But their defense is questionable. And I think, in part, that'll be the reason why they come to number two.
0: I'm just going to say this before the season gets started. Q, you're a hater. You're a hater. And you know what? You know, you know what you are? You're one of those guys who says <laughs> – you're one of those guys who says LeBron isn't better than Jordan because LeBron lost um, championship games. Uh, you're, you're the guy that uh, says uh, Jordan six and zero. Oh, LeBron uh, he is three and nine or something like that. Uh, I mean, that that's your your argument. That's not, that's not me. My, that's your my, argument. That, even that's if we argument. did have that, if we did have that argument, it wouldn't be that. That wouldn't be it. Is it not the same more, same thing as you saying? Uh, well, their dynasty nothing, has that. Uh, I, I'll say this. I'll say this because of I've the seen, one
1: season. I've seen the Roosters playing international games, and, no, our, you and have, now we, we just had, the
0: Roosters have Last year's Roosters got, got. Oh no! Last no, year's Roosters no, I'm, got lost. An, an organization. No, you're. Nah, we're gonna argue this out. Look here. First of all, because you're talking about an old Roosters team that's not even there. The Roosters team. No, that, no, 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 Roosters, no.
1: I'm, I'm saying organization while I'm saying at
0: the time. At the See, time in which I've seen them play, listen at the time to- over the years. See, you're going too they, far back. You're going too far back. Last year, the the Helsinki Roosters at home got whitewashed by the Schwabers Hall unicorns. Did they not? And they would bad. whitewash everybody in Finland.
1: They would it, whitewash 100,
0: hundred percent. And the Stockholm mean machine yeah. would also beat everybody in, in Finland. But you still have to respect the fact that the Steelers went out there and played a game against an international opponent, and they hung, they hung with them. But you can't compare the Roosters to that because the Roosters team that no, we're going to see not, this I'm, season has not played internationally. The coaches have so my, my, my point, but that my, team that played my, internationally was.
1: What I'm saying is my point was not not trying to go to a specific Roosters team or whatever. I'm saying in 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 international play, the in international play, I didn't see what I seen from. Those teams when they play international games, that goes to experience. I'm saying the more. That's experience comparing the leagues, so,
0: though. That's like saying 90s era versus 80s era. Let's,
1: let's call. I mean, in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a certain aspect, of it, I just didn't see the team I just seen play isn't the strongest. best? Because you didn't isn't, it. Isn't the best it, team I seen them put out there before? Is what I'm saying. It's it's not the best. Team. I was watching. I'm not. I'm not hating on. I put them in second. <laughs> 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 exactly I like put three. them in third or fourth. I'm you not putting him in third and fourth. I didn't, just did put him in
0: third. You didn't want to see it out there, Q. That, but that's how I it is, seen, though. I've you, you see seen the last play of the game. I've seen the last play of the game. The last offensive play of the game. I don't even know what, I don't even know what they were doing. But if, if they gonna do stuff like that during the season. They were any the Anthony, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot. You got to, I mean, usually that, that play might work. It almost did. He got like seven yards, but he needed 11. I mean, that's the case. But, again, sure. I'm just putting it out there. He was a hater. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, That's my reasons, man. It's my pick. It's my
1: pick. Like the Steelers, nothing. He's not a hater. A Listen, he's not a, a hater. Play. He's just a rooster loving guy. Loves the uh, nice. rooster. There you go. He just loves <laughs> the rooster. Look, even if it, even if it was another team that I felt like was stronger than the Roosters, that I picked them to win the championship. If I felt like no. we've never done that. Oh, we've no. never done that. I, I haven't seen any team besides them. though that, that, That's
0: like, <laughs> why. Well, that's because you, uh, you can't see no time. You ain't looking. You ain't looking for nobody All else. I, you coming to the what, season. What, oh, what, when, when, we go to number, when we go to the number <laughs> one choice, I'm going
1: to explain why. When we go to the number one pick, I'm going to
0: explain why. Okay. We got to get to it. Okay, so we're going number one team. we let Q go first. Go ahead. Why do you think the Roosters are going to be the number one team? Because they have a certain
1: drive, a certain chip that's on right now. And I think this is the year where they'll they'll get back to that status of the Roosters that we know. Um, a, a certain Kimi is supposed to be coming back. And if, if, if that's true, along with what they already have on the roster, um, I think they're going to be the most consistent team, whether they wow us or not, as far as the scoreboard, don't know yet. But I think roster-wise, I think um, just the guys they got playing together right now, I think they're going to be the most consistent team. I don't think they're going to have any games where, oh, they they didn't show up this game or defense didn't show up this game. I just think that they have a certain group now that can contend, and that's where I pick them.
0: I ain't going to say nothing, but make good points. Wrong Wrong points. You know what? I take that back. I'm going to say something. Shit, I got to say something. It's (laughs) interesting that you're saying that this team is going to be more consistent when they have changed their signal caller, which is going to change probably their entire offensive scheme. They have now have like five running backs and there's only one ball, and then most of the receivers outside of the import are very young guys, you're saying this team's going to be more consistent than a team that has Le'Anthony Anthony Reason over and a team that has Christian Paul. And early in this episode, we did MVP candidates. Nobody even sniffed anyone from the Helsinki Roosters, which I'm guessing ben, to your point, you're saying that their organization is so good, it doesn't matter who's playing. And it, back exactly, in the, and you know what? Back in the Roosters era, pre Steelers dynasty, I would agree with you. But at some point, we got to move on, man. We got to move on. And you also have to be crazy to think that if you
1: keep doing the same thing over and over, you're get the same results. And what I'm saying is, yes, ask the you can, why they haven't won the championship. You, at the you can't. You can. Corpio can? can only go so far doing this. They Can only go their peak, they've already reached their peak of doing this. What you're giving me pick at it. three? They reach, okay, they, reach, they, they already reached their peak now. Like, this, I think I think we've seen the best teams that Corpio
0: is gonna put together. I think we already seen. It. I don't think it's this year's team. I think we already seen it. So I, I agree with the, you. I could you know what I agree with you. I believe that this isn't the best Corpio Steelers team we've ever seen, but I also yeah. remember that we've seen Helsinki Roosters teams that weren't their best teams still win championships. And you got to think about that. You got to think about who you're playing, not comparing yourself to the other teams. You know, Alabama doesn't compare their 2019 to their 2017 team. If they're both winning championships, championship, championship. And I would be honest with you to say that the Maple league this year is not going to be as good as it was last year. talent, and competition-wise, I don't believe it's as good as it was last year, excluding the coach Eagles because that was just you – know. but the top-tier <laughs> teams, I believe all the teams are going to be good and they're going to be competitive against each other, but I don't think the Steelers team is as good as they were last year. But that doesn't mean that they're not better than their competition. The team that they had mm-hmm. last year went undefeated, went 12-0. I believe this Steelers team can lose two games. But I still believe that they will be the best team. So that's going to lead me to my number one choice is the Corpio Steelers, who are on a three-year winning streak, asterisk included from the 2020 season. The only thing stopping the Steelers from winning the championship this season is themselves. As soon as they decide that Ambrose is actually a viable option over Lee Anthony Reasonover, don't lose games. That will cost them games. Mm-hmm. As long as they give Anthony reason over the ball and he's the number one option for this team, they'll be fine. And Their defense is aggressive enough and opportunistic enough that they'll be able to hold teams to under 30, which is the league minimum. As long as you hold a team to under 30, you can win because Anthony's going to score four touchdowns a game. That's 28. And then somebody else scores a touchdown. You got 35, let the other team score 28. You win 35, 28. It's the big 12. They'll be okay. I, that's how I really? see the Steelers winning this league is nobody's playing defense. They got the best offense. Chris, you obviously got the Steelers in first like me. What's your reasoning behind that? I do. And there's a there's a
2: couple of factors. The main one is the Anthony reason over. As long as they keep it simple, reason over left, reason over right, right. <laughs> reason over left, reason over right, with the occasional play action thrown in there to keep the defense honest. Yes, I don't think their defense is as good as it was last season, especially that secondary. They're going to have passing touchdowns scored on them this season and probably quite a few. And a lot of games, like you say, could be like 35, 28, like shootout games. But the Steelers have the best offense and they will carry the team and win them at least 10 games, if not 12, again, and be perfect. Yes, I can see them losing a, a, a two or three games, but.
0: They're going to be in the number one seed. I just want to throw this in there. too. What you said made so much sense when you said they might be in a lot of shootouts. And to throw in a little bit of what Q said about them playing internationally, in that game that they play against the Mean Machines, they they weren't really in it. They were down. And they clawed their way back. And at the end of the game, you had like a minute and a half left. They had 85 yards to go. They came up four yards short against a defense that, in my opinion, is probably better than all the defenses in the Maple League. Because we Mm -hmm. know in the Maple League, nobody plays defense. And if they had a chance to win in that game, that means they're going to always have a chance to win in the Maple League this season. Which is scary because reason over, like, he does stuff that you're not supposed to be able to do whenever he feels like it. And that just makes them a really scary team to play because you know every week that, if you're up by two touchdowns, you're not safe. You got to get up by three touchdowns to even feel like you can beat this team. I don't think anybody really has that kind of firepower or can consistently stop their run game. But again, like I said, if they decide they're, oh, we're going to pass it, I think they they pass it like 38 times in an international game. That's just stupid. And that will cost them games. They beat themselves. I think think when they play um, similar to... The cue point, I think when they play like the Roosters or the Crocs or even the Royals, I think they'll get in situations where the game is a little tight and they'll forget to give Lee Anthony what he needs. And then they'll be trying to figure out how to come back. And those teams have the firepower to say, we'll step on your neck. And I think out of those three teams, they might lose one or two times because of that to one of those teams. I think those teams are good enough to do that. But ultimately, I still think they had the best record going into the playoffs. I, I agree. And this
2: is the thing. The Steelers have the blueprint for victory. But they need to stick to it. True. Don't don't get adventurous. Don't go throwing the ball 30 times a game. Throw it 5 to 10 times a game. That's all you need to do to keep your defense honest. You don't need to throw it more than 10 times a game. You give the ball to Lee Anthony. He gets his 25, 30 touches. That's the blueprint. You stick to it. You run behind those big offensive line that they've got and you win the games. It's as simple as that. They need to keep it simple this season and not get bored of it. That is the blueprint that they've had for the last three years. That's how they've won. Okay, yep. yes, they've had better import quarterbacks, but the reason why they've won is because they've had a solid offensive line. They've stuck to giving the ball to reason over, and they threw that that RPO with the occasional uh, QB keep and the occasional RPO
0: pass as well. Yep, That's all they need. They don't need anything else. Yeah, they got a good receiver in Har you that can make those big plays that they really need it. He's shown that already this year before they even start the season. But let's move on to our to our consensus. I guess this is part where we can really like argue because we have to come up with one list that we're actually gonna put out. So let's get into that. Okay, so uh, we've all said our individual picks. But to be more, you know, together this year, we're going to do one consensus. And just from what we've said, this is the consensus that we have right now. And I'm going to open it up so that if we want to try to change it, maybe we have to, you know, debate it out and prove to everyone that these teams should be changed. Right now we have Steelers at one, Rocks at two, Roosters at three, Royals at four, Butchers at five, UNC is six, Wolverines at seven. Now me, I'm cool with that. It's not exactly what my list is, but I can live with that. Hey, that was my list. So I'm I'm Gucci. That was my list. <laughs> Gucci. So Q, where, where, <laughs> would, where would you like there to be a change, Q? Uh, uh, you guys said... You had the butchers at five, right? Y'all had butchers at five? Yeah, I think we all had we all had Royals at four. Yeah. We had Butchers at five. Okay. Um you I want a UNC don't at agree. five.
1: Yeah, I want I wanted UNC at five. Um I'm okay with the Royals being fourth. Um I know it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only that's the only thing is, is the, the the butchers and UNC. That, that, yeah, you like that. You want your right roosters there. up higher than three, right? So you're having your, saying happen. consensus because y'all, yeah. consensus means y'all just absolutely, is more people that want it that way.
0: So, that, yeah, like cool if it, it, yeah. when it's like two people in the same one, yeah. it's time of you get it. Yeah, that's why you got to go with we, that. Yeah. yeah, that's why we have the Wolverines at last. I guess me put me putting you in at last is what really messed it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, cool I'm cool. I'm
1: cool. Other than okay. that, I'm cool. I, I I just don't think the butchers
0: are, are better than them, but we'll, you know, we'll I see. Mean, ultimately, five through seven, nobody's going to care once the players yeah. <laughs> like, it's like It's up in the air pretty much anyway. It's like up in yeah. the air. As, um, yeah, and as we get closer to the season, we'll decide. So we'll stick with that consensus, and we'll have like a graphic or something come out. Calling all you skills players, quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties. If you were born between 2009 and 2003, this midsummer is your opportunity to shine. We'll be hosting our annual AFF Nordic Challenge seven versus seven tournament in Helsinki on June 21st. Top performers will be selected to join the AFF Team Revo 7v7 travel team that will be competing internationally in the autumn season. Team Revo will also play for the European championship in the spring of 2024. Due to field availability, registration will close once we meet the maximum number of participants. So head over to our website and sign up today. Registration can be completed at AmericanFootballInFinland.com forward slash Nordic dash challenge. So that's it for this episode of American Football in Finland. Hope it was worth the listen. Any last words before we get out of here, guys? Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> the season just needs
2: to hurry up now. We
0: wait. Yep. Let's go. Okay, so if you enjoy the show, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to rate us five stars as well. Anything less tells us you are a hater. You can follow us on the gram mm-hmm. and Facebook at American Footballers Finland. Until next time, never forget T I
2: ah.
1: We go. We go. We go.
0: American football in Finland.